0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Artificial Talk. I'm here with your co-host, myself, Tristan, and my other co-hosts. Introduce yourselves.
1: Hello, Uh, you—you remember me and Tristan from back back in the day when we, you know, used to make these. Um, We are introducing two new co-hosts today: Um,
2: Robert Pace the Fourth and Patrick Manson. Please introduce yourselves. Hello, I am Robert Pace the Fourth, and I am interested in tech and. Uh, other stuff around that industry so i'm just here to talk about it
3: um and i'm patrick manson uh i'm not really sure why i'm on this podcast but i did used to be in the tech scene so i guess this is kind of my reintroduction into the whole looking at like tech stuff but i mainly focused on mobile phones when i was in it
0: all right so those are our new co-hosts we're adding to the show so as you may have heard that we are now going to be artificial talk now, the reason we're doing this rebrand right here is we, while we liked Artificial Tech Talk, the issue we had with it was that it was sort of very limited in what we could talk about. And while this podcast will probably mostly be technology, as you heard from everyone that was just talking right now, we are looking to also expand into other topics. And also, we
1: like the name Artificial Talk better. So if you don't like it, then hang out really. And then deal it. with it, basically. yeah. Um, Tristan and I basically originally, we originally founded this. As to just talk about tech, I mean, w- we had a few great phone calls um, before we started recording these podcasts, and we're like, "Hey, we should we should be like rec- record these podcasts." And um, we said all on our official tech talk because that's all we really wanted to talk about in the beginning. Um, but now that we've had some time to you know take a break from the podcast um, and 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 come back and bring um bring on two new co-hosts, um, we want to try experimenting with other topics um, aside from technology. So we figured that this rebrand would allow us to expand. You know, as to not just podcasts, but like maybe we can do some live entertainment or, or something, something different. Basically, this just allows us to experiment other forms of entertainment. Basically, yeah. And what that sort of means, uh, what does that mean
0: for the viewers? Well, that means for one, we can have a more consistent schedule. Um, yes. The issue we ran into with only two of us uh, last year was basically we were both struggling to find time
1: every single week to do yeah. it. Yeah, well, life gets in the way, you know, things come up. Right. Um, but now with these two new co-hosts, we'll be able to uh, mix and match hosts, so we'll be able to record every week. Um, you know, fingers crossed, and knock on wood. Um, but this should allow us to have a more flexible schedule as well as be able to record more consistently since we have more people and more available time slots to record in. Right. And... With
0: this rebranding, it will allow us to also approach a lot more topics, as we said. And since now we have our two co-hosts here with more perspective to bring to the table, as you heard Patrick say, he's not huge into tech anymore. It's been a bit. So he's going to be able to bring maybe a little bit of a different perspective, if Patrick wants to speak on that a little bit more. Um, And then Robert here is really into sort of the, if you want to speak on it yourself, Robert, maybe the programming AI type scene, that sort of thing.
2: Yeah, some of their space industry, aerospace, stuff like that. So more, he's going to more mechanics, more electrical stuff. Just a little bit more broader. Right. And
0: I know I've talked to Patrick a little bit. He does a lot of his own DIY stuff. So this is something that maybe he could really get into and really see that side of the community. If you want to speak on that a little bit, Patrick.
3: Yeah, sure. Um, uh, I wouldn't really say like DIY stuff, but it's just kind of me uh, messing around with stuff. Like recently, for some reason, I've been getting into like looking at gamecube controllers and trying to open them up and like swap stuff out in them like when i get a free time and i have money i'm gonna try putting like mechanical key switches for the triggers in there and stuff like that but like that kind of like weird stuff is what i kind of started specializing in over the past few years
0: yeah and then, so you can already see we have already a, a whole set of different perspectives here to bring to the table. And we're hoping that maybe uh, you guys can find a way, find sort of maybe your person or even just the dynamic you can find in there that may allow you to enjoy our podcast a little bit more as we look to expand. Not only just to podcasting, but we're, as we said, we're maybe looking into video and all different forms of media that maybe we can look into. Um, and that's sort of what we are trying to do. I mean, the S20 just released last month and we were really looking forward to talking about that at some point since I th-
1: it's going on sale in March. So it's gonna be interesting to see right, all the yeah, reviews and all that sort of thing that comes out. The, the Z Flip, if I am correct, is already available. Maybe I'm incorrect on that, but I feel like I've seen reviews um, already of it being out. Um, very recently being you know, Linus Tech Tips on his um, Short Circuit channel, which is very new. I mean, you reviewed yeah. the flip and all that stuff, so I'm sure, you know, the, the increasing amount of foldables that we'll have that we're going to be having, be lots of interesting things to talk about and see how that market really grows or maybe even disappears, depending on how uh, foldables, you know, turn out to be once they're fully matured. Right. And, and
0: with this year, it's going to be a lot of different things. I think the past year uh, there was a lot of talk about privacy and how companies are approaching privacy. I think this year is going to be almost the year of encryption is going to be a new thing uh the flip flipping phones are definitely going to be a big talking point a lot of things like that are definitely coming around and we really we love reading about those things and discussing them among ourselves and hopefully among our audience um just kind of see what's really out there and what's the discussions people really want to have about it
1: Right. I um, think this, this last year was really all about hardware. Or no, sorry, no, I misspoke. I think this last year was really all about software. And now that we're seeing like, these new technologies come out, like we saw the Galaxy, uh, the Galaxy Fold, which was a complete disaster, come out. Um, the Motorola Razr phone came out, I believe, earlier this year, if not late last year. Um, so I feel like we're getting more into the hardware aspect of things this year. Um, you know, we have a lot of rumors for new Apple products supposed to be coming out. Um, of course, Samsung just released their whole sleuth of new products. Um, and you know, with all the news from CES, I'm sure this year will just be nothing but hardware. Um, obviously some software involved, but I feel like this year spe- especially will be a big hardware year and next year it'll be ne- back to software and it'll kind of, um, switch between the two as, as time goes on.
0: Yeah. I mean, Samsung just released a phone with an 108 megapixel camera. Yeah. So yeah they call I'm, it space zoom. That was very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. I'm going to... S- <coughs> I'm I'm gonna safely say that it's a very hardware oriented year, as you said probably, um, and I'm sure we're we're looking at car
1: companies finally coming into basically the tech industry. Which oh is yeah, yeah. Um, thing. Sony is making a, a car. I, I saw at CES, I believe it was Sony. Um, you, yeah yeah. You're right on the point. My understanding is they're not gonna sell it. As no far right. As right. right, right but but they're looking at they're definitely right. looking at the technology for cars, and it's very interesting to see you know a gaming company. You know I, I, when i first heard it i was when i first saw the news i was like who do you drive it with a playstation controller that would be well, there was a movie they did oh, that in a while
0: oh, back really maybe I, it was a uh, spy kids is that the ps6 oh, oh my god
1: spy kids <laughs> <laughs> the, PS6, the, PS6 the ps6 is six. a car
0: <laughs> i mean the ps6 we have the xbox series x now which is basically a computer as far Which, as they it, said. It, it literally is just it's
1: a, PC a tower with, with <laughs> xbox yeah and <laughs> yeah. i think it's interesting that they're still selling it considering that you can play xbox games now just on windows natively um with, like their xbox game bar and stuff that they have like in windows 10 you can just play xbox games that are already in your library you know on your windows pc
3: Which, so I for I'm years
1: still yeah for years now but they like now na- yeah but, but now even more so and i'm just right Still questioning why they're still making the Xbox as a brand, considering it's so ingrained within Windows 10 now, you think they would just push for, I don't know, I don't know, something something different, like like Mm -hmm. something new, because it feels like they're just taking this Xbox and just throwing it through the washing machine cycle again, you know, pull out something new, refresh it, give it a few spec bumps, and then just have a bunch of, you know, AAA titles that are only on it. I suppose that's really its only selling point. And
2: more teraflops. Exactly, more teraflops. (laughs) (laughs)
1: i i think it might be because of the brand name though i mean you think so i mean playstation's kind of like a really big brand name and those games are known for never going on pc Ah. versus xbox you can play xbox games on pc already so like with playstation yeah go ahead sorry
3: is um I think part of it, too, is, like, uh, the whole PC versus console thing. Like, not a lot of kids are going to want to go out and build their own PC. It's a pretty daunting thing, even if it, it does seem pretty
1: I, s- I suppose that is true, but, I mean, you can just buy a pre-built computer, but then at that point, you know, you have parents being like, oh, my God, I have to censor all the stuff because it's in a computer and all that stuff, so I suppose I to mean, an extent that doesn't make sense. Th-
0: there, is a, there is an interesting perspective to take on that, though, because when you look at it, Microsoft's, uh, I think it was their vice president or something along those lines, recently said that... Uh, Sony is no longer a competitor. It is Amazon and Google. Yeah, Amazon. Yeah, it, it Google.
1: like Nintendo isn't a competitor. And I was right. like, how mm. is this? How? I was like, this doesn't make any sense considering, you know, you're still making games. You know, it's kind of the same thing still, I would say. I, I, I wouldn't really sh- see how anyone else would be a competitor aside from those big ones. I mean, I guess Google Stadia. It's probably the reason they oh, yeah, do. they're killing they, it. They're they abstract. Yeah, with with their yeah. with their negative <laughs> latency, huge dude. It's so many so many reviews. It's absolutely crazy. Yeah.
3: Don't don't forget to mention that you can't open the controller without like literally hacks on your. Wireless. Oh my god. Yes,
0: I did hear. Yeah. Yeah. Be ready to buy a Dremel.
3: I- gamers. <laughs> Gamer <laughs> Nexus said like something like uh, it had something with the plastic being fused together essentially, and so there's no screws on it, so there's no way to open oh it. God. And to make matters worse, is there's a battery in there, and batteries are just gonna go bad over right. time. Right. So how are you gonna replace? <laughs> yeah, the this clips. Thing?
2: The clips are in the inside, and you have to like pry it open to get to the clips Ish. that are injected in the inside, slotted in. It's absolutely crazy. I'm it's very bad. much. If we want to call it this, it's
0: very much a smartphone approach. You can't really open up a smartphone anymore from any brand that I can think of that's a mainstream brand, anyways. Whether you be Samsung, whether you be Apple, whether you be Sony, like any of these phone brands that you have, they don't let you open the phone anymore. Replaceable batteries
1: are basically a thing of the past. Expandable oh. storage is a dime breed. It- Speaking of replaceable batteries, I saw recently in the news, I was reading this article um, that said. Uh, that the EU may force uh, phone companies now to build in replaceable batteries into their phones. Uh,
0: that sounds amazing. I mean, <laughs> I, I
1: mean, I remember, they're already trying to do this for Apple, saying, like, you have to use a certain standard that everyone else is using, um, basically unify all the companies. But then Apple was like, hey, you know, if we do this, we'll be more of a waste because all the cables that are already out there won't be usable anymore over time. So it'll make more waste than to just keep it the way it is till we make a change. Um,
0: I yeah. And you know what, I, 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 they did make the argument that it would stifle innovation. And I'll play devil's right. advocate here. USB-C, to be very clear, is the cable right now. It is the, I would say, the best we have on any device is USB-C. I think mm. everyone here agrees with that. Yeah. Um,
1: and what's interesting is away. that Apple helped create USB-C, like the standard USB-C. Yes. Apple helped create that. And the fact they're not using it is very... I would want to say confusing, although it, in some ways it makes sense, but it still is rather confusing. I mean, barely, like, less than 18 months ago, we got the iPad Pro that had USB-C on it. Right. Um, you know, our MacBooks were the very first, uh, the MacBooks were the very first, you know, com- laptops to get USB-C in them. Um, you know, moving all the ports at once and just putting USB-C was interesting, and now we have an iPad Pro with USB-C. So eventually, and everyone's hope is that, you know, they'll go to USB-C, but the more likely outcome is, is that they're just going to release a portless phone at some point, and they won't even have to switch to USB-C. There is, I do, so there is an interesting perspective to take here. So,
0: would, if the EU enforced this law back in, I think it was 2012, when the Lightning port first appeared on the first iPhone, would the Lightning port be able to exist?
1: And... Hmm. Keep this well, in well, well, even now they're not enforcing the the the, the whole vote that they right. took to you know ban the use of other uh, cables was just it was just like a vote to say we're going to provide legislation eventually for it. But yes. right now we're not going to do anything. So I think if they had gone to this point and even further beyond, I'm not. sure. So, sh- I mean, I mean, if they had enforced it, probably. Mm-hmm. But I mean, or, or <coughs> not really an option for Apple is to just stop selling their iPhones in Europe, which they obviously can't do um so but, the other reason yes, i but, make this argument though back then we had micro b
0: or i think yeah micro b God, and it micro was B's so bad it is a terrible cable standard that at this point i think we all agree is awful yeah on. but in a world where USB C is enforced imagine if a better cable comes out than USB C. don't know what that cable will look like what it'll be but will that cable be allowed to exist under these sort of laws that everyone has to use the same standard
3: I feel like if they made a good case for the cable, like there's like a significant reason as to why, like maybe they allow for like more connections or something. Because I know like there was an upgrade from micro B to C and like the number of like wires, I guess, or something. Right. Like yeah. It's but, like, like if there's something like s- that. I guess you would kind of like update that as the standard or something. Right.
1: But, but, I, but I mean, but if if this if this law was, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. but yeah, you're good. If this Go law ahead. is enforced, does that mean? that in order for anyone to switch to the new standard, they would also switch at the exact same time, which would create enormous amount of waste for the previous cable. And that's so what I was going for. That, that's the thing is like, even if you didn't force this and we created a new cable, it would create so much more waste than switching over slowly, wouldn't it? Because switching over slowly, at least both types are in circulation, like right now, we're having a ton of USB-C stuff. So I feel like we're in a transition period for USB-C where over time it's gonna push everything else out. So they'll have yes. time to you know, recycle the old stuff. But if you switch over all at once, like, you know, what Apple was saying, if we switch over all at once, all online stuff will be, you know, not usable anymore. It'll be enormous waste. But keep in mind, we live in a world where
0: Android is splintered basically everywhere. I mean, there are still phones running lollipop out there with the micro B connector and people still use those phones regardless right. of the security issue with them. Not because they don't want to get the new phone, but oftentimes because A, they don't want, they can't afford it, or
1: maybe because they just simply don't see a reason to upgrade. I, um, I can't really speak much for Android because I've never actually used an Android phone. The closest thing I've come to an Android phone was my first phone, which was like a Razer flip phone. I think back in like 2012, like I think that was my first phone it was a Razer flip phone. I didn't get a smartphone, which was the iPhone 5 at the time um, until uh, high school. So yeah, Right. High school. But I mean, there are people that still use those old Android oh, I, phones. I'm sure there are. I mean, yeah. I've known people who still use it. Like, Five-year-old right. Android phones and like, oh, I got this like last month. I'm like, where? My TV <laughs> right. is Android. And all- <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and every
0: and every phone uses a different cable for- in the Android world. There's a lot of phones that use different cables. Oh you have yeah, micro B. I think Samsung for a year used like USB three on one of their right, phones. Yeah. Then they used USB C. Like, if there's one thing that's kind of interesting
1: with Apple, they've always had the Lightning cable at least for the past.
0: Well, I mean, Six. they had...
1: Well, they, they were unified first with 30-pin. like Back right. at, like back at the dawn of the iPod, they had a 30-pin. <laughs> and then they had Lightning, which they switched over to. So, they... Apple has been, like, the company that switched over the least amount of times, I would say. Um, between... But they've always been proprietary. But, and I'll yeah, make that Exactly. Out. They've yeah. always been proprietary. They've always right. been... You know, it's kind of like the argument, you know, like, if... Tesla was... A, if Apple was a car company, they would be Tesla because they use, you know, proprietary cables for charging. You use proprietary software, all that stuff. Um, oh my but it's it's not... It's not bad to use proprietary cables, proprietary software. It's just... It's bad if they don't, you know, keep up with the trend of current technology. Like, it doesn't match the speed of, you know, USB Type-C. USB Type-C is just 3.0 speeds, but you but lightning is only 2.0 speeds, so it takes longer to transfer data. And there's no... Uh, expandable storage option in iPhones, which is why everyone hates Lightning so much because then it's slow speeds for transfer. Um, so it's just like, it's good to an extent. If you don't match what's currently out there as the best, then people are going to start getting angry at you for still using the standard. Especially when all your other products have that standard. Exactly. The MacBook has USB-C. The, um, the, the uh, iPad Pro. The iPad, has, the iPad Pro has USB-C. Uh, the old iPads still have uh, lightning. The AirPods oh, cool. carry, uh, chargers have lightning. The, I was beats, gonna say. the beats headphones all charge through lightning so they're still right. using lightning to a very big extent i said the majority of their products still use lightning so it's a very well, slow transition over time um but i think once they move the iphone over they have to move everything over because i'm not i'm like you, you think so? okay go ahead
0: i'm like there for that so if they treat the lightning instead of being as a main cable what if it becomes an accessory cable And it becomes the accessory cable for all your AirPods and, uh, let's say, your iPod Touch that you now have from 2019. (laughs) Um, But your phone
1: and your Mac and your iPad, your main devices, use USB-C. That just makes charging so complicated when you have to go charge. Like, when I had... Um, like before wireless to charge before wireless charging, I don't know if you remember this, but I remember having to plug in my phone, you know, my headphones, all with different cables. My headphones were microbe. my phone was Lightning, my um, you know Mac was their proprietary MagSafe, my Windows laptop was some other DC standard. You know, it's it's so annoying that they all have to use different standards. If they had all just used one unified cable, it would have been significantly easier to just carry one cable or a few of the same cable to charge everything, which is how it is like kind of like now for me. Like now I have one brick. For all my stuff because it all just uses usb type c and i Except have the iphone this well for the iphone i use the usb c to lightning cable so i still use that one brick for oh, all, everything yeah but i have wireless i have wireless. i invested i think a couple months ago in wireless chargers that allows two phones and the apple watch and the apple watch is another thing no ports but it's a proprietary wireless charger um which is annoying which is annoying way. but yes. uh, but i think the reason apparently one of the reasons they did that is because the Apple Watch is so small that they weren't able to fit a Qi charger inside of it, and so it, it wouldn't it wouldn't charge because they make the watch so small. And also because you know now with the newer watches they have the ECG, um, so they had to like build I don't know I think it's it's just too many standards. But now with watch charger, you know you just put it down you you put you know your AirPods on a, on the, on the pad, you put your phone on the pad, you put your watch on the little coil spot in the pad. So it's not as bad anymore um as it used to be with like different charging types but now it's basically becoming a wireless charger standing type where you know the watches don't use Qi chargers but the phones do um you know some watches have ports other ones don't um you're describing a yeah, future yeah. in which
0: everything wirelessly
1: charges differently and i don't like the future you're talking about but i mean think about it it's not far off from what we have now if apple's already having two different standards and if they don't move their watch over to Qi I, I, and they're probably well, never for, uh, going well, to,
0: honestly. Well, they'll, yeah. they'll,
1: it would take re-engineering, and they probably don't want to spend the time re-engineering it into something that already exists when they've already invented this new type of – or not invented, but that they've already designed their watches with this type of charger. Um,
2: I could
0: – yeah.
2: S- right. Go ahead. See, my, my thing is – so with wireless, wireless charging, uh, it's good for, like, if you're just sitting down and stuff, but, like, if you're, like, on the go or something like that, so, you're, like, people use battery packs and stuff. How would they implement right. some sort of wireless charger for, like, I don't know, for your backpack? Like, I have a couple battery packs that I keep in my bag, and I use a USB cable that just comes and connects to my phone. But then how would I do with wireless charging? Would I need to, like, attach something to my wrist? Or would I need to have something in the backpack, keep my phone in the backpack? Or, like, people in their cars, too. So now does people, uh, how do they charge their phone in their cars? Do they keep stands for their phones in their cars, like, connected to their, like, they're on the dashboards or whatever, and ha- have put wireless charging there? Or... There's, like, that mobility aspect to it.
1: Go ahead,
0: Tristan. I think some uh, really expensive cars actually do have wireless chargers. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Some of them do have them built in, yeah. In the center Um, console, I don't think it's as... And especially, we live in the age of CarPlay and, what is it, Android Auto. So, at that point, I guess my question to that would be, those still require wires? There are versions that are wireless. No, they don't, actually. They don't?
1: The expensive cars, you need to have Wi-Fi, though, to use it in the car. Yes. To use wireless CarPlay. But it does work.
0: Yes. But I don't think we're at a point now
1: where most cars, at least within a good price range, a reasonable price range, have that. Right. And if you look at electric cars, actually, they're actually not. Embracing Android Auto or CarPlay yet? They've no. stayed away from it like really well, and every, and I'm not really exactly sure why. I mean, I get that the screen you know, controls your car and stuff, but I'm sure you could have like a little window at the top for CarPlay. You know, like like I'm not very familiar with any other you know electric car than Teslas and their softwares. Um, but I know that them, they have, like, multi-window management, and I'm sure you can have CarPlay as, like, a window, but I think it's just they're wanting to create their own platform so that you don't have to connect your phone anymore. Um, I think it's really just Tesla that does. My understanding is I think the no, Chevy the, the, the must thing. I'm, I'm okay. the Mustang. Okay, I don't know about yeah. them, but I mean, like... I'm, I'm talking about cars that are just like there's no buttons or anything. They are just screen, screen. Oh, and they're
0: just okay. I see. What you're like saying like those what you're electric saying. cars, like, yeah. like the
1: Mustang Mach E, will not support CarPlay or Android Auto. The they're full like,
0: smart electric car. Yeah, That's the full you're, smart. You're yeah, the about. full gotcha. smart electric cars gotcha. that
1: aren't, you know, like, like I'm talking about, like can drive themselves. So far as only Tesla, but you know, like like the full cars that are coming out right now with all just screens and no, you know, AC knobs, no no buttons or anything. Just literally, you come you control your car with the screen or with your voice. Those cars are not embracing. You know the phone standards or some other car standards of using android auto or carplay if they don't want to use their or learn if people don't want to learn their car os basically because sometimes i've used some cars where their os is just so confusing to use and there's so many settings that don't make any sense in the car where i just plug in my phone in carplay and i understand how to use everything already well because you're just
0: you're literally just using your phone that you know right yeah use I mean, every day you're basically which, using the yeah. exact same
1: software which is
0: fair yeah i i your argument completely makes sense, but a lot of these cars, like Tesla, for example, honestly, I expect their whole reasoning for having their own software is that they don't have to basically adhere to what Google CarPlay or what Apple AirPlay, AirPlay oh my goodness, I'm confusing all of them, <laughs> yeah, Android okay. Auto, Apple CarPlay, basically they don't have to adhere to what those require you to do. Like, I, I don't honestly, I don't want to see a CarPlay or an Auto.
1: The size of a tesla screen they have in a model three for example. oh no of course not and i think that would that would rely that of course relies on the developers of tesla and these car manufacturers to say no you can only be this screen size and that big i mean it's been the, like there's there's certain features with carplay they're still not enabled on many cars because the developers of the car itself don't want to go through and actually do it and right that's, not, that's that's not something that, that apple can do on their own i mean you plug in your phone you know the phone's not going to know what kind of car you have it just knows i, I can i can carplay to this um, but it's still but it's a certain screen size exactly but yeah it, it's gonna that's depend, the issue yeah it's gonna depend on the uh, the car manufacturer itself actually working with the API of Apple and actually wanting to do it I mean I, I know for Tesla's at least there have been a lot of you know feature requests for that spe- for specifically for carplay um, but obviously they have not been answered yet and I and I, it's been a while and they've been popular enough where I feel like if they haven't done it yet they won't do it
0: that's fair so Anyways, we went off on a tangent about <laughs> yes, we did. tech things. Um, Patrick or Robert, do you guys
2: have anything else you would like to add to this?
1: Um, or anything you want to talk about in general?
2: Uh, well, pretty much just, like, that whole entire thing about, like, a standard cable. It's kind of like how, like, old technology, like, laptops from the early, uh, like, 2000s and stuff, every laptop company had their own proprietary cable size for every port. And there wasn't really, like, a standard until, like, now with, like, laptops and stuff always going to USB-C. Mm-hmm. Um, and,
1: and even now, some, like, some charger, some some cables for Windows laptops are still different sizes. So, like, some of them aren't compatible still, aside from, like, USB Type-C, which a lot of laptops now are being able to charge to, but it's not the main charging port. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just think that's... I don't know. I, I, I would have felt that they would have moved on by now and said, okay you know, USB type C is gonna move forward. But I feel like if you look at the average consumer, the average consumer doesn't really care. They care about the IO more than like, oh, wow, I can charge through USB type C. Um, like, most people that I know, at least, uh, don't really care as long as, you know, their laptop works and they can plug things into it. That's what they mainly care yeah, about.
2: Yeah, n- and now with uh, USB-C, they're offering, like, external graphics cards that can connect over USB-C and monitors as well. I've been seeing with USB-C. Right. Those are so.
1: super cool that you can just plug in, like, one cable to put <laughs> your monitor. And then you can it charges your laptop, and then you can have I.O. on the back of your monitor. I think that's amazing. Yeah. It might might throw your GPU, but it still works.
0: Two <laughs> but <threads. it's> cool.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just get that uh, USB four slash Thunderbolt Three connected all the Oh my up. god, Thunderbolt oh. 3 is so then, nice. It's
2: so fast. Change the outlet of your computer.
0: Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, and we're let's not even I'm not gonna go into a conversation about USB names. Oh my gosh. But <laughs> Jeez, we stop. are in no. a world <laughs> oh, okay. where they somehow made I've USB computers. <laughs> like like usb is the one standard i think everyone can agree is nice and easy you plug stuff in it just works but it's not as
1: universal as it sounds (laughs) the universal serial bus is not as universal as they make it seem
0: which nobody knows usb is universal serial bus
1: right i'm (laughs) yeah i'm like the one percent who do know that
0: yes you say usb and then you say i want this usb and you say well which kind of usb and they're like i thought right, there yeah. was only one right. yeah like,
1: like usb type a usb type b usb micro b c. usb c uh what, what else is there usb mini oh yeah usb b. 2.0 versus usb 3.0 you know you micro b mini b hdmi um, mini
2: h oh my
3: god
1: oh, <laughs> display port that is the worst invention hdmi mini
2: <laughs> i had a converter i thought i got an hdmi to vga <laughs> uh converter it was hdi right. mini Oh and God. I was like, who uses this besides, like, Raspberry
3: Pis? Mm-hmm. It's, like, so unfortunate, too, because a lot of upscalers for retro stuff, like, I think it was, like, the TinkerBot or something like that, it uses a mini HDMI. Like, you can fit an HDMI port in there. Why not use that? <laughs> and, like, when they released a later <laughs> model, they did. But, like, why? I wonder it's if so it's confused. more cost-effective to
1: use a smaller I.O. port. I, I
3: don't know? think so. I no. think,
1: you have to link
0: all the wiring up like no, like C, right. is a smaller cable but it has 34 different individual pins that have to be linked up
2: yeah when it gets smaller it gets expensive that's the rule i mean yeah that doesn't make sense but yeah that makes sense
0: yeah. like yeah. It, like hdmi itself is just a cable it is not it doesn't mean it's a display like most people think it actually is just the cable type that right yeah you use yeah it, it's, it's, really it's
1: kind of like cat cables they don't mean anything until you plug them right. into something yeah i do my RJ 45s the, okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, I will say this, though. I am excited for the future of HDMI with a, HDMI 3.1, I believe, or 3.2. Um, can support 4K at 120 FPS. They can, they can count is what you're saying. Huh?
0: They can actually count and not go through Gen 2x2, Gen 2x1, Gen...
1: No, right. Yeah, yeah. Like it's Like, it's actually... I think, <laughs> like, I tried searching for, like, 4K, 120-hertz monitors. There are some out there, but not for very cheap, and even then, not very many exist. Because um, I, I think about it, the amount of, you know, computers that people want. Like, gamers don't really care about 4K as much as, you know, the media make it seems they do. They really just want 1440, 144 hertz, or as many hertz as they can get, actually. You know, I think it's CES. I forget which company, but they released a, uh, you know, 360 hertz uh, IPS panel, uh,
2: and I think it's like five hundred dollars. <laughs> see, and and Samsung knows our gamers well with that new S 20 144 hertz. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> at ten eighty p. But if you
1: but if you put the the S S twenty Ultra at uh four K, it it won't do one hundred forty four hertz. It yeah. won't do sixty hertz. Yeah. Yeah. 60
2: but hertz. see, they yeah. get the gamers at ten eighty p. That's what true. matters. It, As, that's now they play Need for it, Speed. So oh that
0: phone God. can go. So that phone can go up to 4K. Is it weird to think that you could plug your phone into a monitor at some point and just be playing your uh, your Fortnite at 4K?
1: Well, okay. Well, I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if someone did because they could. But on the iPad, you can actually run Fortnite at 120 FPS on your iPad Pro.
0: Yes, with the isn't that A12 amazing? X and not that. Huh? Yeah. that
1: amazing? Like such an like, relatively old, like almost two years now of ipad is this is the part that's like amazing is it's an ipad that is running 120 hertz fortnite obviously not like consistent 120 hertz but like consistent enough where they can say it's 120 hertz
0: so now if they could only solve every time i plug in a drive into the ipad it doesn't the files app doesn't immediately crash <laughs> then
1: i will be happy uh, um, are, you, are, you, are you on the uh, beta software for ios for ipad no this is iOS?
0: this is the mainstream uh
1: Okay, so I'm the on the beta tub. software. So all the bugs that you get, I have had for much longer than you have had, <laughs> and I had to deal with for much longer than you have. had. But then the new patch comes, and I'm like, ah, oh, yes, salvation has arrived. <laughs> listen,
0: I listen, I'm not just in the iPad, but also if I, I'm also waiting for a tablet that's even comparable in the Android world, where oh yes, pretty much- yes, that's that's never gonna happen. They yes. have
1: tried and tried and failed. I mean, we have the Pixel
0: Slate, uh, we have the Samsung, I think it's the S4 tab. Something
1: you know, I've heard about wrong. these tablets before, but I've never heard them pass their initial launch.
0: Yes. They tend to be awful after the first, like, they're not bad tablets. Like, after a
1: year, they tend to, not like, the slow down, right?
0: It's not the slow or like They're just,
1: like, slow their age, or slow their age. They're just,
0: right. Oh. They're not the iPad. Right that's the issue they're having right like and
1: I, as much at least when it comes to like apple products in general i've had i know that's probably a hot topic but i've had a lot better i don't know reliability in their hardware overall than like any other company i've used for uh tablets and laptops that's because that's all i've ever bought from apple aside from my phone but I've, i haven't used any other company for my phone but for you know for my for max i have my, my macbook air from from 2009 is running my Minecraft server right now as we speak and it, and it's running fine. It's like it, of course, it's terrible for like anything else, but I booted into Windows and I have it running my Minecraft server and it can hold up to 20 people without stuttering at all. And I think that's like a true testament to, you know, like their build quality um, because my Windows laptop that I used to have in high school, I had for two years before I had it. So day one I used it, I loaded up CAD, bunch of games and stuff. And after a year, it started slowing up, having issues. I did a full clean of the PC multiple times just to get everything off of it. was still slow as hell. Um, and people who know me know I take care of like my my electronics. I, take, I, I like to think at least I take pretty good care of my electronics. Um, but Windows PCs have not been the most reliable with me. Even And I got a raise and I had another Windows PC, which I still have running. Actually, it's on its fourth year of life now. It's being used as the com- at at my, at my mom's company just as like a, a, a basic workbench that never gets used, but it's there. Um, and I bought a razor when I came to university, and within nine months I had to sell it because okay, well razors also just known for being really bad at quality control. Yeah. Like this is just a thing that they're yeah. known for. So I, when I bought the razor, I of course didn't know this. I was like, look, a Windows laptop with a 1070 <laughs> in it cool Um, it's clickbait (laughs) i mean yep after one uh, month i had to ship it back to california because i'm I'm in baltimore for university um i had to ship it back to california for them to work on it because of course they only have one service center in the entire country and it's in california um i ship back to them and they didn't ship it back to me until two months later and uh i needed a computer so i had my old macbook air shipped to me here and i used that for the greater half of my uh, first semester here. And by the time I got it back, the same issue I was having, which was um, the audio, um, the, he- the headphone jack wasn't working correctly. Like I would plug in headphones and I wouldn't get any output or input from my microphone or headphones. Um, so I sent it to them and then they sent it back. It said they replaced the motherboard and nothing had changed. So I was like, okay, well, I just resold the laptop for like, I think a half of what I, of what I paid for it. Um, I mean, and then I, I bought be- a MacBook <laughs> and I have not I mean- had any issues. I mean, I'll make the argument,
0: though. I think if you're going to make that comparison, I think Microsoft at this point is the only laptop that I could truly say is... Yes, Their Surface. Okay,
1: I fell in love with the Surface Book 2. I was considering getting that instead of the Razer, but I didn't like the gap in between the screen and the keyboard when they folded it up. I thought it was too chunky for me. It's definitely distinctive. it's, It's definitely distinctive, and it's very interesting how you can, like... On like you can take out the screen from the actual keyboard I think that's really cool but I didn't like I saw and people I've seen my 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 classes they pull it out they whip out that big 17 inch computer which isn't like okay I have I bought the new 16-inch MacBook Pro the 16-inch MacBook Pro I traded in my 15 inch because the thermals were so bad so I traded in um, the 15 for the 16 I have had no complaints so far with the 16 inch the keyboard is great the thermals are great um, I've been running to I've been able to boot into Windows and run my games consistently at around 240 FPS, like on very high settings, including Overwatch and some other games. Um, so I've had no issues with there. But okay, so back to my main topic though, Surface Book 2. I've seen people pull it out in class, and it just seems like so much. Like they pull it out, and then they fold it all the way back, and then they have to like align it on like the little you know because university they don't have big desks. You just have like the little thing that you pull out from underneath the table, the the, the chair. You put your chunk laptop on that you put out your stylus and you write on it right and it would just seems so big of a screen to write on it didn't really make sense for a tablet to be the size of a monitor uh, at least for me and what when it comes to, like their surfaces though my my uncle has a surface like the surface pro i don't know what they're called you know the laptops that are like the felt keyboards and stuff I the what
0: surface yeah the surface pro, line the, for, the surface pro tab- yeah, yeah. yeah yeah
1: those like like actually there's like those like have a sense and like they, they make sense and have a purpose like they're meant to be portable like that's their main thing is portability the surface Book two is kind of like we're a tablet and we have power but not really portable um in terms of like i don't know for university at least it doesn't make sense it just seems so chunk and so overkill for what you need to be doing
0: but at least it has a touchscreen and it could yeah. play overwatch
1: yeah, That's true, well, true. Yeah. I mean, I can play over <laughs> on my Mac at 240. <laughs> I played on my Switch. <laughs> <laughs> true, dude. But uh, it, I mean,
2: uh, you go ahead. Go ahead. But yeah, ahead. like with with laptops that are non Apple, I think through the years there has been some uh, good ones, like the ThinkPads early in the years, and then oh, the recently Thinkpad, they're, they're still really good. Bit of yeah, and then recently I think the Dell XPSs, the new ones, have finally breached that that layer of quality oh, yeah, the X2 X2 also, I've also with the xps <X2> 15 yeah, and stuff because i've been having that one for two years and i bought it two years old online as well and it's been working perfectly fine and the screen is nice. amazing um that's really it's, good it's the 4k screen one and the touchscreen i mean could be better but i mean it's you use it more for laptop rather than touchscreen i but. think the main thing that plagues these windows pcs is that
1: their the, the quality control is good but it's like their, their build quality just hasn't been as robust as some of their laptops in the high-end market. And I think once the budget end market starts to realize, hey, we can do this and still keep it cheap, that's when, you know, Apple and some of these higher-end uh, laptop manufacturers really, really start having some problems.
0: So, I mean, keep this in mind too, though. Windows especially is a very widespread OS, like much
1: larger oh, yeah. than it Mac OS like has an, ever been. Like 90% of the market. I right. Think.
0: Yeah. Like, like when you look at a Mac, it's just Apple. There isn't a Mac OS, you know, ThinkPad out there or Mac OS XPS. No, of course it's not. It's proprietary all Mac. software, right?
1: Which you know has its own arguments and issues, and but it also know, there has are its pros. Also it has its, its pros. pros, right? You know, like you get software updates for like for what, you know, ten plus years. My MacBook Air from ten from eleven years ago is still updating. I think. So I, I actually.
0: I will actually argue that point. So Apple recently cuts the 2011 Max out of the update cycle, uh, the oh, major yeah. update cycle, to be clear. It gets security. Windows will actually update forever. Is it for the better? Potentially
1: not. The Well, computer not might really. Die. I mean, you heard about Windows 7 ending support. Right. And but security Windows 10,
0: support. But Windows 10 is theoretically, as far as Microsoft believes, whether they're right or right, wrong, yeah. is the th- last they, big update.
1: Isn't it going to be becoming, like, subs- like, subscription at some point, they said? Uh, they, they haven't not, said. No, they haven't said it, but it's been speculated that because it's the last, yes. you know, update in quotes, uh, last software, really, um, yes. that it'll just be, you know, security and all that stuff. But still, I mean, at some point, at some point, you have to think of it as the market will no longer need any more versions and licenses of windows i mean of course we're still going to be making new laptops and i guess that's the main driver right now for you know windows 10 sales but people who are building their own pcs when was the last time you paid for windows 10 when you built a pc i haven't i have never paid for windows aside from when i you know bought a windows laptop when i built a pc i did not pay for windows 10 i mean they let let you upgrade to
0: windows but they let you upgrade to windows 10 from every other os before Basically, That's true. as, That's true. as yeah. long as XP and above is my understanding. They yeah, but it's, it's it.
1: free to upgrade to Windows 10. Yeah, they yes. made it free. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. So they're, not, they're still not making money off of Windows 10 off of anyone so, unless you're buying a new laptop.
2: So now there's a free I mean. way for deleting your files. <laughs> 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 exactly, 9, which yeah, get, they killed. So, so now you can get
1: free updates that remove your files. <laughs> and corrupt
2: your... Oh my gosh, <laughs> do I have a story. So, Windows... Uh, updated like it normally does and uh and so my computer stopped working and i was like okay this is a little weird um it's the one i built uh back in 2017 so it's like three years old it's been working fine until the like last couple windows updates and then i was having a problem where it wasn't booting anymore and i was like okay this is a little weird so i took my computer apart and then um i like i replugged in plugged back in the ram and stuff and then i hit it to boot up again oh okay the computer's not turning on anymore and then I check again, and then I start smelling something, and then I check. Oh, oh the ram, oh, no. the ram blew up. <laughs> what? what? So Windows have forcibly made me lose RAM, and now I have to download more. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Oh,
0: I mean, that's crazy. To be clear, do not actually download RAM. That is, yeah, guess no. do not. <laughs> it, is, it is a virus. Do not do it. <laughs> yes,
1: there is a site
0: called DownloadRAM.com. To, to do be, be fair, though, Mac uh, OS has a
1: share an official sponsor. <laughs> to be fair, Mac OS has had a really bad, like occasionally they have really bad software updates. Like Catalina, like this past OS, has been really bad for a lot of people because it's ended support for a significant amount of like aging apps. I think Mojave ended support for you know non for a 32-bit app so you can only run 64-bit apps yes. and Catalina is I think now enforcing that. I think Mojave didn't do it' was, like a warning but now it's enforcing it. So a lot of people are upset with Catalina where it's like hey I can't use this app anymore because it doesn't work on this function this software anymore. I had this exact issue so sorry time my mom uh, I, I updated her laptop uh, over uh, last last year. To the beta of Catalina, and she couldn't use her research uh, software anymore, so she had to use my old MacBook Air <laughs> to to like run her software until I had um, you know backed up her computer and then uh, basically restored her computer back to an old version. But when you restore a Mac, when you restore a Mac to its previous version, it restores to the, to the version it was shi- originally shipped with. So it's it res- reset her computer all the way back to I think. OS 10, uh, like lion or I think it was lion. So before it was even Mac OS that it referred all as I had her update all the way back to Mojave and then put all of her stuff back on and then she was fine. And then when she got the new MacBook pro in, I think October, November, um, she still couldn't run the software cause it was the same software. She was, she couldn't run a 32 bit app on her computer. So she ended up using my MacBook air for like two months just to run her, her research software. Which so you I
0: run a, business of any sorts yeah if you run a business that's, that's a huge that's, issue that's
1: really bad you do not want to upgrade but i suppose if you're running a business you of course would have an it guy say yeah you shouldn't update until this is fixed or until the software developer has upgraded to work on 64-bit applications um but that's like a thing if a small business you're not gonna know you're just gonna update and like oh wow i can't run my business anymore this sucks <laughs> i'm uh, out of right. money <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah <laughs>
0: anyways though so, as you can see here, this is going to be kind of the theme of the podcast. We're going to kind of keep with the impro- uh, improvisational conversation. We I think we all enjoy that here. Yes, we do. Um, mm-hmm. If anyone else wants to say they don't, please feel free to speak <laughs> yeah, up p- now. Yeah, p-
1: please say now before you know. You're <laughs> now, always forced to speak on improv.
0: <laughs> but, anyways, guys, we're going to go ahead and we're going to go wrap this up for now. Uh, we do plan to release a episode every single week now. I do don't know if we have an official date we want to uh release on every single
1: week yet i think yet. sundays we're kind of leaning towards we're le- okay so we'll just say that we're leaning towards at least i am leaning towards sundays since i'm the editor i am leaning towards releasing on sundays just so i have the weekend uh you know process and you know get all the right. all all to the render my and all files. That stuff just get exactly, a mac pro <laughs> exactly <All right>. hey <laughs> don't don't tempt me <laughs> um 6000 starting uh, price i'll, I'll put That's a 20ti in it don't tempt me <laughs> 400. sell your
0: kidney you could afford it
1: yeah why not um but we're definitely leaning on weekend uploads but we might uh you know experiment with some weekday uploads and stuff like that just to see how how it goes and in terms of hosts we're probably going to be mixing and matching sometimes just to see you know chemistry and see how all that works and stuff obviously today was a bit crowded yeah obviously today was a bit crowded with four people um but i think once we get back into the flow of the normal podcast weekly we'll have two hosts and it'll rotate between um, for the beginning, and then once if we have any preferences, we can either stay with certain people or we can keep rotating and we'll see how we feel. Uh, yes that's and, all and, the
0: and that's all sort of the uh, fun stuff that you guys probably right. won't get to see. You, we We'll still do e- be doing news topics. that's definitely a major yes, point yes, of time. Today was just kind of a thing t- so we could get out there to tell you guys what's happening. It kind of tangented off into some yeah. other things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, USB-C. <laughs> um, so we'll, we're definitely going to be experimenting a little bit more. We're also going to be experimenting with other medias as well as we said earlier. So we're definitely going to try to expand it to that area. There's only four of us here, though. And currently, uh, you know, this is kind of a more of a fun hobby. thing We're trying to get right. started here. So none of us get paid. We're gonna be work. We're gonna be working our best though to try to get content out there that we really enjoy, so that you guys can enjoy it too.
1: Yeah. So and hopefully, by making content that we we enjoy, we can create and cultivate a community of people who you know enjoy what we enjoy and will enjoy our content, so that we can hopefully you know maybe even grow further to do more types of media like we were talking about in the beginning. Right. So, anyways, guys, um, we'll be back next week just two
0: of us probably uh, undecided who's actually going to be there yet. We'll get a more consistent schedule going once again, once we get rolling. But in the meantime, um, I hope you guys enjoyed kind of this impromptu reset uh, in February now going on March. Yep. And it's February 29th. <laughs> it, it's, it's
1: March for me actually. Cause you know, it's one in the morning. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. The, it is funny, though, we decided to do this podcast on February 29th, so we'll never get to do this again until it's the fourth day, four years from now, on the 29th, right. so it's uh, <laughs> good planning on our part. Brilliant planning. Amazing. But anyways,
1: um, so I'm your co-host, Tristan, for now. I'm, yep, and I'm Louie, and uh, joining us is uh, our new co-host, Robert and Patrick. I'm still Robert. And I'm Patrick. There we go. So we'll see you guys next week. We'll be
0: also interacting a little bit more on social media now that we have more people. So we'll be working to try to make sure that these sort of things actually get told on social media and not just impromptu appear. So future episodes will be announced, all that sort of thing. But if you guys did enjoy, please hit that subscribe in the podcast. I, Apple Podcasts subscribe. I'm sure the other ones are subscribe or something right, along yeah, those on lines. Spotify Follow. And, uh, some other ones. Click. As well. Yes. Follow. Click. Click. Notified. Facebook. Instagram. All, all MySpace. Do all of it. Twitter. Yahoo you know, Snapchat. Sports. That's
1: a lie. Yeah. You know, Club Penguin. Do it all, boys. Club Penguin. Uh, that that
0: they sunk. Um, but anyways. They
2: flipped the iceberg though.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I've, I hope you guys have a
1: great rest of the night, and we'll see you guys next week. Yeah, see you guys. Bye. Bye. Adios.